Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. Today we have a lost and found story. Now, it's a very important day today that I'm recording this story. It is Purim Katan, the miniature Purim, which means that it's the same date as Purim. It's the 14th of Adar. But since we are only in Adar Aleph, the first Adar, this year there's two Adars, therefore we don't actually celebrate the mitzvahs of Purim, and automatically, therefore, we don't celebrate Purim fully. Of course, we leave out any sad prayers, the Tachnun and so forth prayers, which that is a major celebration, the fact that we are not saying those prayers. After all, our prayers are things that we really mean with our full heart, hopefully, and therefore, when we say the prayers that have to do with the base of Mictus being destroyed and us being in Gullis and so forth, so those prayers are meant with our full hearts. So the fact that we don't have to say them today, and also not tomorrow, which is Shushan Purim Katan, it's Shabbos anyway, but if it wouldn't be Shabbos, we wouldn't say those prayers either. It's a major <laughs> observance of a holiday. The fact that we are leaving out those prayers, that means we're in a state of simcha. Now, of course, we're in a state of simcha every month of Adar, especially that we're increasing every day. We're already up to the 14th level of increase. But still, the fact that we don't say these prayers on Shushan, uh, on Purim Katan, Shushan Purim Katan, it's a big simcha. It's very significant. Okay, but in addition to that, also the fact that it is Purim Katan makes us think about Purim. And therefore, we start getting ready. We start preparing, or at least we can very easily start preparing for Purim Gadol. And as a result, our Purim Gadol, the regular Purim, in such a year, it's a leap year, should be on a much higher level a much bigger celebration, much more kavana, much more learning the halachas of Purim, which prepares us, inviting more people to join in our Purim celebration, affecting more people to help them learn about Purim and so forth. Okay, so anyway, the story is a lost and found story. And how that connects with Purim, we'll have to see. But in any case, here's the story. Today, I was in a very crowded place. It was a shul, Baruch Hashem, a very special shul, actually 770 Eastern Parkway. And thousands of people come there to Daven. And as usual, I put down my talus and tefillin bag and prepared to Daven. Um, I learned some chassidus first, so I should be able to think more about Hashem during the davening. And after I put on my tefillin, I spent a few minutes trying to prepare myself for davening by thinking some chassidus, thinking of these teachings about Hashem, about Hashem and about strengthening our relationship with Hashem and so forth. Okay, so I davened. I davened up to a certain point and... Um, then I moved over different different part of the shul, 
because um, I wanted to say some Kadeshim. The, the minion that I had been davening with had already finished, and I'm saying Kaddish for uh, Moshe Tzvi ben Yosef, unfortunately passed away a couple of days ago, my brother-in-law. And um, therefore, I'm saying Kaddish for him and for a number of other people I say Kaddish for. And since the other minion had gotten ahead of me, so therefore, I didn't have a chance to say certain of the Kaddishes. And so I moved over to another minion. A lot of minyanim going on in one big room. And um, so I finished my davening over there with that minion. I came back to my place and my tefillin was not there. And my coat was not there. My hat was not there. Where was everything? So I realized that it had been moved because they were rearranging the benches. There was preparation for Shabbos, maybe we'd have more benches or whatever. And things were, things were um, getting, getting ready. And in the meantime, my tefillin had disappeared. Now, Baruch Hashem, I had um, secured my tefillin bag closed, my towels and tefillin bag, I had cl- closed it up so that if somebody moved it, nothing would fall out. Um, but in the meantime, I couldn't find it. And besides that it was a towels and tefillin bag, it also had my Rebbeinu Toms in there, my Rebbeinu Toms tefillin, my second pair of tefillin. And it had a lot of precious sfarim that I try to learn from and some sfarim that I I'm not learning from but I would like to learn from <laughs> and uh, whatever is very uh, precious thing now it does have my name on it I made sure to put my name on the talus bag and on the tefillin bags so that in case uh, something would happen my name and my phone number it, it could be returned to me but in the meantime I couldn't find it and it's a big shoal, a lot of people there, a lot of uh, people's towels and filling bags. And I didn't know what to do. I couldn't find it. And my hat, I need that too. My coat, I need that too. But then I decided I'm not going to get in a panic. I'm not going to, you know, um, start wor- worrying and getting anxious. I'm going to just uh, finish. I had some tillum I wanted to say, and I to, then I had to put on my Rebbeinu Tom's to fill in and say the things connected with that. And I always try to do at least some of the Chumash of the day and some of the Rambam of the day before I before I leave. So I had these things to do. So I thought, look, I'm going to trust in Hashem. Um, one of the Chachamim, who's very much connected with the idea of a Shavas Aveda, uh, you know, returning lost objects and finding lost objects is Rameyer. Rameyer of the of the Mishnah. And so I thought, okay, in the schools of Rameyer, in Mirza Hashem, I will find my my towels and tefillin. Uh, my towels I had on, but I will, I will find my, my tefillin and so forth. And Mirza um, Hashem. And so I had that in mind, that in the schools of a mayor, you know, may I find my, my, my things. Very soon after that, I did. There was my hat. And right next to it was my tefillin. And over there, it was on the floor, but over there was my, my coat. 
Okay, so I got everything together, and then I was able to finish up with my Rebbeinu Toms. I might have said that out of order from before, but now I put on my Rebbeinu Toms, and uh, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. So what do we see from this? We see that when we lose something, we should not become panicky about it. If it's really lost and we'll never get it back, okay, by divine providence, perhaps that the reason why Hashem had that item in our possession was because we needed to use it for something, some holy purpose, or some indirectly connected purpose that eventually had a connection to holiness. And now we finish with it, and therefore... Uh, it's not something we need. On the other hand, if it's something that we're going to find, okay, so let's let's not panic, but let's daven, give tzedakah, is the custom, and have in mind that in the schus of a mayor, you know, we will find our, our item and then look for it the way we would normally look for something in the place that makes sense. In this way, Hashem, we will find what we need. And the same thing is actually with a, a lot of things in our life. Hashem sets up the world in such a way that not everything goes right. Sometimes things go not at all right. But it's important not to panic, but to keep our trust in Hashem. Everything's everything's by divine providence. And the same thing, when we lose something or something doesn't go right, okay, so no reason to panic. Trust in Hashem. Do everything that we can according to Torah to make things go right, of course. Try to do everything in a way that things will go right. Be orderly, plan ahead, and so forth. But when they don't go right, not to worry. Trust in Hashem and things will get the way they're supposed to be soon. And really, in a big way, so too with Gullus. Now, Gullus, we should be upset that we're in Gullus, no question. However, every moment that we're in Gullus, we should at the same time realize that Gullus will come soon, that we are sure that Gullus is coming, and as much as we should be bitter over the Gullus, just like Miriam was very bitter over the Gullus of Mitzrayim. She knew that there was a nevuah, she had a nevuah, that her brother Moshe would take the Jews out of Mitzrayim. But in the meantime, it was 80 years in between the time of her nevuah as a young girl and when Hashem actually took the Jews out of Mitzrayim. So she was very bitter over the Gullus. That's why her name was Miriam. Mar, first two letters of her name are connected to the word bitter. She was very bitter over the Gullus. However, she also had trust that her Nevoah would come true and the Gula would come. Same thing with us, that all the Chachamim of our times are encouraging us about the Gula, that it's coming very soon. And of course, the Nebbe encouraged us tremendously and led the way and this, this trust that Gula is coming. And therefore, 
True, not everything goes right in, in during the galus, but we can look forward with absolute trust and with much joy and simcha to the coming of the geula. May it happen speedily, and the more that we look forward to it, and the more that we prepare for it, the more we learn about Mashiach and Geula, the quicker it comes. In fact, as the Rebbe puts it, that's the most direct way, the derech ha for the Geula to come, is through learning about Mashiach and Geula. Thank you very much for joining, and please increase in your learning, Torah in general, doing mitzvahs in general, tzedakah, all the mitzvahs that have to do with protecting the Jewish people, mezuzah, tefillin, and have in mind and daven to Hashem for the success of our soldiers against Haman, the modern Haman, which is Hamas, that we should have immediate and complete success in the war, a complete victory. And by us, taking the responsibility to add in our Torah mitzvahs, this empowers the soldiers in the field. And in fact, the soldiers in the field are doing an amazing job. The IDF and the Shin Bet, the Secret Service and the police, border police, they're all doing amazing jobs. And many, 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 many people say that in their experience, they have seen miracles on the battlefield literally seen miracles, the hand of Hashem. May the Ula happen immediately, especially with your help. And thank you so much for joining Jewish Stories and more.